Okay, and we're live on the Niche Agent. So today we've got a great guest. It's Linda Schneider. You are the newsletter goddess. So Linda, why don't you take a second about yourself and <laughs> tell us a bit what, why you're here and what you do. All right, thanks a lot, Ryan. Well, uh, my name is Linda Schneider, and I never referred to myself as the newsletter goddess until <laughs> now, but there we go. Um, let's see, I started uh, real estate in 1984, way back in the dark ages. Uh, and I started real estate because I was a training design consultant for Franklin Covey, and one of our clients was a large regional real estate company. And that's what got me interested. Uh, so I took my real estate license and worked part-time on the side. And at that time, I had one of those really great old-school brokers. And she made me send newsletters, knock on cold doors, and call at least five past clients a day. That was her entire uh, training program. And uh, she said, that's the way you market yourself in real estate, and that's how you become a success. And she was right. So four years later, um, that, was, that was in Salt Lake City at the time. Four years later, I had an occasion to leave the city and take a job somewhere else. And because I had been sending my newsletter this entire time, I actually had a pretty robust database of past clients and centers of influence that was now worth something. Right. And I actually sold that list of clients. Now, in those days, you know, it was $60,000 was a, a big property. You know, that was a big sale. Yep, yep. Um, so I sold the list for $22,000 cash. Wow. Uh, you know, it was a big deal at the time. But I wouldn't have had that if I didn't have the newsletter. And that's kind of what got me started on the whole newsletter thing. Okay. Yeah, and that's amazing because a lot of people talk about wanting to sell their, their business down the road. And they never set up the systems. They never actually have the database built properly so they can actually do that. And it's an idea that they have, but they never actually go through it and sell it. So it's great to see someone who's actually sold their business. True. So for you, the newsletters definitely works. It's worked for you. Has much changed from when you were doing the newsletters in the very first place to now? You know, um, really not much has. There, there is this new thing called the internet and email <laughs> newsletters um, since I started in those days. And, uh, you know, and because of that, I've become pretty conversant about the differences between print newsletters and email newsletters and I have written quite a bit about that. And I will say that... Um, it, other than that piece of technology, the newsletter content itself has not changed. Right. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit about that as we go along through this interview. Okay, perfect. So I'll start off, why newsletters? What's the draw with it? Why do you use them? What's the effect that you get from it? And why was that something you used? Uh, it, think about it like this. As soon as you do a real estate transaction with somebody, no matter how important it was to them and no matter what your relationship was like with them, they are going to start to forget you within a few days of that transaction being closed. They're going to move on with their lives. They're going to um, get involved in their new house. They're going to think about you occasionally. But if you're not keeping in touch with them regularly, you're gone, out of sight, out of mind. Yep. And I know that you will have people listening to this uh, recording that will understand that they have lost a lot of business by not staying in touch with their past clients or centers of influence. And the newsletter is the single easiest way to do that because by, by using a well-written, well-crafted direct response newsletter, you're going to be able to... Um, engage with people passively, so to speak. Yep. So you're going to let the newsletter do the engagement for you. And you just can't get that kind of an engagement any other way unless you're actually physically picking up the telephone and calling them every single month. 
Yeah, and it's it's good that you mentioned the direct response part of it because um, to me that's the critical part. We've had a couple of guests on in the past. Uh, Kevin Baker was on talking about direct response marketing and online, and we had a copywriter talking about direct response. And to me, that's the integral part of what makes a newsletter work is the direct response part. So, can you touch base on that? Sure. You know, sending there, there's this idea that we have about newsletters that they're newsy and that um, they're they're somehow about. Um, somehow about the real estate industry and the fact is most people who get your newsletter are past clients or their centers of influence and they are not buying or selling real estate people only buy or sell real estate every five to seven years so the chances of that person who's getting your newsletter actually being interested in real estate news or real estate information are pretty low right so in order to engage them you want to engage them with light-hearted interesting informative content I prefer the bite-sized content you know especially these days as people um, get more and more used to things like Instagram and and uh, Pinterest where they just have something quick they can get in they can look at it they can get something and they can get back out of it that's what we like a newsletter to do but that at the same time does not engage them with uh, with you as a real estate agent and so that's where we pull in some direct response tools. One of the things I put into my newsletters is a, a, a lengthy report. Right. And I try to give it an interesting title, like how to sell your house in 24 hours. And that lengthy report usually is about 1,500 words long. And that's very specific to real estate. And you'll just have one little box on the newsletter that calls their attention to this as a consumer, uh, a consumer report. Right. And that's that's an example, and then it invites them to send an email to you to get a copy of that report. That's an example of one form of direct response. Another form that I put into the newsletter is some sort of a contest. Now, in some areas, I will use a, um, a referral reward sort of contest. You send me referrals if I set an appointment with somebody, or even if you just send me a name, I'll send you a gift. Right. And that's not legal in all areas. Uh, and so rather than that, in some places it's perfectly legal. I have a number of clients in New Zealand and Australia, and they love that. Yep. But then, uh, so instead of doing that, then I will also do a quiz question contest. Send a response to the quiz question into the agent by email, and out of all the correct responses, that agent will then pick out one correct response and send them a $10 Starbucks card. And you you run this month after month another one that I've run is is send me your real estate question send me one real estate question and I will enter you into a drawing hmm. and I really like that one because it it really gets people remembering that you're in real estate and you right. it, it could be as random as tell me how much the house next door to me sold for right and then you can use the opportunity to answer that question in your newsletter as well as creating so that's a, a way of creating direct response interaction in the newsletter and then I've got a few other little uh, direct response techniques that I sprinkle throughout my newsletters. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of agents will have one one side to the other or the other. It's all about them. It's all branded about them, how awesome they are, how great they are. Or it's completely real estate stats, which bore the heck out of most people. Most people don't even know how to read the graphs and the bars and all that kind of stuff. And I find a lot of newsletters are on one scale or the other. And it's I think you need to kind of have a in-between. A little bit about, about you a little bit about real estate and a little bit about just general stuff that people are interested in. Sure, sure. So who should use newsletters then? Uh, you know, I think that anybody in business should use newsletters. Anybody who's in <laughs> business for themselves, especially a service business, should be using newsletters. 
Um, the, the difference in real estate is that we don't have a reason to encounter people over and over again in our daily, regular lives. We're not like a, a maid service, for example, who's in there every week. Right. And so we have to find a way, a reason to get in front of people in the newsletters the best way. The real estate newsletter, I've written a blog post about this with the, um, with the donor industry. The donor industry is an, a whole industry around how to get better bigger donations for nonprofit organizations. So that's an entire industry and, and they often discuss the pros and cons of using newsletters in order to generate um, donations. And I find that marketplace to be very parallel to real estate because donors don't make big donations year after year. They make them every three years, every seven years, every ten years. But these guys have to stay in touch with these people throughout that entire time in order to maintain attention with them. Mm -hmm. So I do think that any real estate agent, especially residential real estate agents, can use them. And I do get calls all the time. I don't yet have the newsletter for this purpose, but I get calls all the time from commercial agents uh, who are interested in a newsletter too. And so I do believe that commercial agents would benefit from the newsletter. And then I have a lot of uh, uh, investment um, real estate investor clients who um, who also use newsletters. Okay. I personally use yours now. I just started using it recently, and I love it. It's fantastic. I've seen a number of newsletters out there, and it's very simple to use. It's very easy to use. The content's very good, and it's very personal. You can personalize it if you want, and you can put your own flair on it. So I have to give my hats off to you for that because I definitely am a fan of your newsletter. So... You, you you mentioned about the print versus online. What what are your thoughts on that? Obviously, you prefer more the print. Well, yeah. You know what? Uh, it's not so much what I prefer. Um, it's what works best for your business. Right. Uh, for example, in in doing some coaching with uh, with a real estate agent in uh, in Carlsbad in in California, uh, this particular real estate agent had he was a a a, a professional bicyclist. And so he would uh, join these these big races every year, and he also became one of the organizers of these races. And because he became one of the organizers, he had this big database, all email database of people who were interested in bike racing. And so um, I asked him how he uses this. Is he is he able to use it for his own personal gain, so to speak? And he said, I don't know. And then he. <laughs> he tried it so he sent out an email newsletter to this group and immediately got three transactions off that now it was a group of 800 people wow. and they knew him through the bicycle community mm -hmm. and so he already had presence he already had authority he already had credibility and so when he sent out the the email newsletter it was half biking and oh by the way um, let me talk to you a little bit about real estate in his case, that's a perfect example of somebody who would never use print. He would only use email newsletters. But then on the other hand, you've got you know, the, the regular real estate agent out there who has uh, clients who would be on email all the time and then clients who never touch email. And uh, I would suggest segmenting your database, looking at your database and saying, look, you know, I've, I've got a core of maybe 25 or 50 people and these are my people who are always going to give me referrals. These are the, the big hitters, the people who are well-connected or who really liked me. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I want to stay in touch with them 
in an in a special way and I'm going to send them my print newsletter because I know that when I send them my print newsletter they're going to take some time with that email newsletters they might glance at it click delete um, they might open it and read the first the first um, segment and then click delete and never even get down into the meat um, so email newsletters are great if you can mix them up with some other kind of personal content but um, those print newsletters, that's the way to really stay in, in front of somebody. So if you've got a big database, go ahead and segment it out and pick out the, the ones to get your print newsletter and then send, send everybody else an email newsletter. Yep. Now, I wanted to ask you about that. Is, do you, is it just for your people you know, your Mets, or would you use it, suggest using it for a farm area? Or is it, are you going to only send the print to people that you said like, that are hot on your list? Now I've never done this, but I do have a lot of clients who say that they print their email. Excuse me, they print their newsletter out and they walk their farm with it. I'm a big door knocking, big fan of door knocking, and I've taken flyers around before, but I've never taken a newsletter around before. I think it's a wonderful idea if you're going to be farming a community. This becomes you great success stories with this people who take the newsletter and then they brand it to that particular neighborhood it might be the same newsletter that they use for their regular client base yep. but they put a different title on there you know like the the Kensington neighborhood news yep. and then one of the features they'll do with that is they might bring in a, a classified ad section and uh, you know that really brings it into a, a kind of a level of interactivity that I, I like so yeah, I would. I definitely recommend um, printing if you can afford to print them out, and, and you're a, a neighborhood farmer. Then it's a terrific strategy. That's actually a strategy that I just applied. Uh, that's part of the reason why I connected with you and got the the newsletter. What I'm doing is I have a farm now of a thousand townhomes. Um, so I use direct response marketing for the first batch, requesting a report for neighborhood prices, and then I had of the thousand people, I had fifty people request that. So I door knocked the neighborhood and said. I created this report, and now what I'm going to do is drop off a monthly update report on the market as well as the newsletter and then a, a letter just either giving an offer or just touching base with them. So now I've got those 50 people who are going to be getting that newsletter. So I'm not going to send it to all 1,000, but it's those 50 people now that I want to have a higher touch with and build more relationships with them. You've built that. You, you've made that initial contact. Now you, you let the newsletter continue to build the relationship for you. Exactly. Yep. And it's been working very well so far. It's, this is, I'm in month uh, three now, and it's just been a, a fantastic uh, approach. So, yeah. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to hearing about your results. I'll let you know at the end of the year how uh, things have gone, and we'll I definitely keep track of my numbers, so I'll tell you exactly how it went. Great. So, so I want to talk about having the benefit of having someone else create it for you, because I know I have friends who've tried to do their own newsletters. They, they intend to get them done, and they never get them done, or they struggle to come up with content obviously since you create newsletters you you see the value in it but can you talk a bit about why it's important to have someone just have it done and get it done every month you know I, I'm the kind of I, I totally completely understand people who want to do things themselves and especially entrepreneurs we like to have our hands in everything and we like it to be our way darn it we don't <laughs> want it to be different we want it to look like us feel like us we are certain that we what we put into that newsletter will make it a bigger difference than anybody else could possibly make. I know that. Yeah. I wrote my own newsletter for all those years when I was in Salt Lake when I was starting business. And that's part of how I learned to write newsletters was the hard way. But because of that, I can say that 
because I've seen my own newsletter efforts over the years change and what I've put in them and, and what I've what I've seen work and, and not work and then all the other newsletters out there that I research and that I collect um, and even I, I, I even write newsletters for a lot of companies that turn around and then resell them and I'm not always happy with the content that they want in, in them um, but all that said I will say that the honest truth is you could almost send a single sheet of paper with your name on it and nothing else but if you sent it month after month <laughs> after month it would do the job yeah do you know what I'm saying that yeah. that it's the keeping in touch that matters not so much exactly what your newsletter says that matters yeah. okay so that sounds like I'm shooting myself in the foot because <laughs> I have put so much thought into how these newsletters work um, but I will say this, one thing that doesn't work and one thing that I have seen over and over get newsletters trashed is real estate content. Yeah. As soon as you start filling your real estate newsletter with real estate content, it's it's out of there. Yeah. I, I heard a stat that I think at any given time, 1% of the population is thinking about real estate. So if you're trying to force real estate information down their throat, they really don't care. Yeah, they don't. So yeah, you know, an example I use is I get a uh, I get a newsletter from my um, financial planner every single month. She sends me an e-newsletter, and I happen to like her. I know her personally. I send her my print newsletter, but she sends me this e-newsletter, and it, I can tell that it is it is produced by a um, a financial planning marketing firm, <laughs> and you know, I I started to look at it just out of a sense of loyalty initially. Yeah. And then I realized there was absolutely nothing in there I cared about. <laughs> Not in the least. There was nothing personal from her. It didn't feel personal. It didn't have any of her personality into it. And that's what I do differently in my newsletter. I cr feels very personal. It's very chatty and friendly. I also, and you know this from, from seeing them yourselves, to make it as easy as possible for people to use, I incorporate their email and their telephone number and other content into the newsletter itself and I highlight in red anything that they need to change yeah. so their their phone number is highlighted in red it's just a placeholder inside the newsletter when they get it and all they have to do is go through the newsletter and change that phone number change that email change the names of people that they want to mention in their newsletter I even have a placeholder for that so that it it becomes a tool for them that looks like came from them because they're integrated throughout the newsletter. It's yeah, it gives you the chance to personalize it. You don't even have I mean you can just put your information and send it out as is, but if you want to edit it a little more, you can do that, which is what I like about it as well. You can Me too. You know, I being a fiddler, I like to um I like to change the colors. I like to, you know, to brand it a little bit, put my logo on there, and you can do all that with mine. It's it's created in Word. Uh, word frames they're a little tricky but I include a little um, cheat sheet for you uh, if you want to change the articles you're welcome to do that pull one of the articles out and then replace it if you'd like to do a letter from the editor kind of thing yep. which I don't recommend calling a letter from the editor by the way virus database has been updated. Um, you know you could call it you don't have to call it anything you could just say hey here's you know here's what I've been up to lately and then sign it yep. um, but again, just making it as personal as possible, but using the the already created newsletter 
gives you the um, the flexibility, I guess, if you will, of having it already done for you, yep. minimally customizing it and getting it out the door yep. versus spending three, four, five, six, seven, sometimes days um, trying to create your newsletter every month. Yep. And the nice thing you can build onto it and add to it. Like you've got the insert you can add in. So if people want to add in their own insert, they can customize that as well. So they got custom, if they want listings or if they want to bring in, like you said, bring in uh, classified ads or neighborhood information and that kind of stuff, you can insert another uh, middle insert and, and add to it and build onto it if you do. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right, Ryan. I, people do like to put their listings into their newsletters. I, frankly, I, I think that the is to build credibility, not to sell a listing. Yeah. It just reminds people you're in real estate. You put these houses, you can put anybody's houses in there. They're not going to call you about those listings. But by putting them in, you're reminding people that you are in real estate and that you've got this level of credibility. Um, so if you're a brand new agent and you don't have your own listings, use listings from your office in there. That's fine. Yep. Um, I've seen people use the, um, the flyer uh, as a... Um, you know, just a general marketing tool. Maybe they've got something they want to give away, and so they make a, a single flyer just for their giveaway. Yeah. Or if there's an upcoming event, there's a an Easter egg hunt or something coming up, you could put out a flyer just for that neighborhood inside your newsletter. It's another way of creating interaction, so that's why I created the the extra flyer. It's just kind of a blank flyer with the header up at the top that allows to um, to easily insert that specialized content. Well, one of the past guests, Jenny Weimert, she does farming. Um, she dominates her farm. And her first year, she was doing, she did 80%, she had 80% market share in her little neighborhood of 400 homes. And she wow. said for 12, 12 or 13 years, she's been sending her newsletter every month. And she said it works like a charm. And people come to expect it. And if she said, if you if you miss a beat, people are on it. They're like, they want their newsletter. They know that they didn't get it. So it, it definitely works. She said, I wouldn't be doing it for 12 or 13 years if it didn't work. So newsletters definitely have their place. Yeah, yeah, right on. Obviously, we talked about some of the good strategies. What are some of the bad strategies other than just news, real estate topic or real estate information? Is there anything that you see that people do that are you wouldn't suggest or wouldn't recommend? I, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of the pre-made newsletters where you slap your information on a header um, and it you look, you know, it's kind of your business photo right up at the top with a big header with your company name on it and it's it's kind of like let's say you're Century 21 and you've got gold and black header up there across the top with your smiling face and six phone numbers and ten email addresses and your websites and your giveaways and you know all that stuff just makes you look corporate. Yeah. So for me, one of the big mistakes people make in newsletters is looking too corporate. And so again, my newsletter is purposefully designed. It's attractive. But it's purposely designed not to look like it came from a marketing company. Yep. It's funny because I was showing my friend Adam in the office. Um, there's a, I don't know if you guys have it where you are. It's a coffee time news. It's a advertisement that people use in little stores and stuff like that. And, sure. And uh, basically it's just a, an advertising platform. And there's, I would say 50% at least is just little classified ad type ads on the front, on the back and everything. And as soon as you see it, it just screams advertising you pick it up yeah we were just talking about like if, I, if and I showed my newsletter I said if someone was to see this newsletter and see this newsletter there's a complete difference the reaction of what you get and people won't even pick up the the advertising one yeah and that's a brilliant way to put it it doesn't look like an advertising piece yep so for you you do you print them yourself do you get them printed um, from like another company or what's your strategy or what do you think people should be doing 
Um, you know what? You, you, depending on how many you print, I mean, you're, Ryan, you're doing a, a farm, so you print off large quantities. But for people who are trying to bootstrap themselves into their business, I like to call it uh, operating on limited resources. Yep. So if you're operating on limited resources and you don't have a lot of money to put into it, just find your top 20 people or your top 10 people and print your newsletters off on your office printer. And by the way, you can print them in grayscale. That that works just as well. If you don't want to invest in color, that's fine. Um, just print them in black and white. But um, just print them on your office computer there. It just costs you, what, I think... 20 cents to to print a, a color copy and then uh, your postage is whatever your postage is for your area now I do have people who mail 4,000 at a time Wow! and they will have me um, uh, advise them on companies mailing companies right uh, and one of the big ones that I like to use I'm not promoting them in any way other than to say I've never had a problem with them and they're pretty cheap is Vistaprint right um, Vistaprint.com, and so they will. They always print correctly. They're inexpensive, and mm -hmm. they get things back to you on time. So yep. it's a great company to use for your printing. As for your postage, um, depending on your postal service, um, there might be a process you can use for bulk mailing that will lower your costs. Yep. Um, but for most people, they're mailing out 20 to 50 of these, and they just send them regular first-class postage. Yep. And yeah, it's going to depend on who your your target audience is and what you're going after. So, how, do you, have you ever tracked the, how many deals you should be getting, or like what, how many referrals you should be getting from these? Like people want to know. Most people want to know a return on investment. So, do you have those kind of numbers? You know, I don't have numbers from the return on investment on the newsletters themselves. I will say this though: out of every three people that you develop a relationship with in real estate. You should get between one and five transactions out of those people. Excuse me. Out of every three people, you should get one to five transactions over the next five years. Right. Yep. So, so I always think about it. Okay, of these, of these, you know, if I'm looking at three names in front of me, I know that these three names are money. I'm going to get one to five transactions out of these three names. And so I just look at it that way and go, okay, so I've got nine people in my database. Nine people are getting my newsletter. That means I'm getting three to 15 transactions out of these nine people over the next five years. And I just multiply it by three. Uh, the millionaire real estate agent says for every, your Mets, people that you know, for every um, 12 people you have in there, you should be getting one deal or two deals per year. So per year. That? So six, yeah. six people, you get one deal for every six. So yeah, it's about, about the same numbers. Right, right. And, you know, and I worked, um, I've worked with some, some great coaches who do a lot of training in, in generating referrals and, and the newsletter is one of their key strategies. I've always had the desire to put the newsletter in. I've tried different ones and I never did it consistently. And when I found your service, I was very happy with it because it is, it's easy to do. It's a no brainer. It comes out every month. I don't have to think about it. So it's a simple way to just get it done and you don't have to think and about it. And and Ryan, let's not forget how affordable it is. Is I'll let you talk about it too. So, <laughs> um, you know what? One of the things that that I know because I do write newsletters for other companies that that then turn around and resell them to real estate agents, and I'm not going to say who for obvious reasons. Yep. But um, I know that real estate company or uh, newsletter companies are turning around and charging between forty-seven and ninety-seven dollars a month for yep. the newsletters that I provide. And they have many clients 
they have a thousand to five thousand clients, some of them depending on the company, real or uh, newsletter clients at these prices at forty-seven to ninety-seven dollars a month, and. I know they're not getting much more than what I'm giving them. And the cost of my newsletter, I go on the Netflix principle. So the cost of my newsletter is $9 a month. And well worth it. And well worth it. Yeah. Like I, I that's even the, even without the cost, if I was paying 40 or 50 bucks a month, it'd be worth it. But the nine bucks a month, again, if you're doing an, if you're a good agent, if you're worth 50 or a hundred bucks an hour, if you spent more than an hour designing it, you've more than covered the cost. Yeah, and, and my goal is to for, for agents to be successful. I want this to just be something that you do, you don't think about. Yep, and that's what I love about it. It comes out, it's done, it's ready to go. It's uh, I put it into my strategy. It goes out on the first week of the month, and now I don't have to worry about it because I know it's going to be already ready before then, and I don't have to spend the time worrying about it. And that's one reason that I call it fast newsletters. So, yeah, why don't you take a bit and just say how people can find it and uh, what they can get when they go on there. You bet. So, um, so it's fairly simple. I'm, I don't make anything complex, nothing fancy. So it's fastnewsletters.com. And fastnewsletters.com doesn't contain the word real estate, but it is fast real estate newsletters. Um, that's all I do is real estate newsletters. And uh, once you go on there, you can read a little bit what you get in the newsletter. And just to, to reiterate that, it's, it's a four-page newsletter, completely customizable. The content is all original. I write it myself, and if I don't write it myself, I've taken it from public domain, and then I've, I've fixed it up. I've improved it, um, and I always cite where it came from if, I, if I've taken the content from somewhere else. But most of it is original. The client magnet reports that come with it that are referred to as consumer reports in the newsletter, I write those myself. They are original. Um, much of my content is... Um, it comes from you know almost uh, 30 years in the real estate business and uh, tremendous contacts in the real estate industry as well as uh, doing a lot of training and coaching and um, and and really finding the kind of content that that consumers will enjoy and so I write with that in mind I write smart newsletters the content in there is hopefully interesting um, to your readers it's not um, it's not too fluffy uh, it's fluffy enough that they can get into it quickly, but I try to actually have it say something that uh, that they'll go, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So it's a four-page newsletter, original content. It's got the uh, that extra flyer that uh, that you can use to easily insert content. You can customize your newsletter completely any way you like with your own colors. I include a, an instruction sheet in there to show you how to do that. And uh, it comes with that client magnet report. And once you sign up for $9 a month, it's just going to come automatically on the 15th every month. You don't have to think about it. Once it comes, go ahead and customize it. It'll take you a couple of minutes to do it if you just want to do sending it off to your printer, your copy shop, and getting it out the door. And the nice thing is you do it ahead. So it's the 15th. So for now, June's have already has already come out. So they'll have it ready for June. So it's not going into the next month. Yeah. Yeah, nice. thanks for reminding me of that. So I, I try to get it. I don't try. I do get it out on the fifteenth of the month prior to the month that you'll want to be sending it out. So, so you're not rushing. <laughs> yeah, and you're welcome to. You, if you drop by my website, uh, fastnewsletters.com, you can see. Um, you can read my blog. I'm I'm gradually adding more posts uh, about using newsletters in real estate, and you can read the topics of the client magnet 
student reports that I have coming up. You can download the template for free. I'm, I'm happy for you to use it, play around with it. If you want to put your own content into it, that's that's fine. You can go ahead and do that. Um, and that's pretty much it. That that's that is it. It's a simple tool. It's intended to be simple, but it has a lot of richness and complexity behind the scenes. Okay, so you and I spoke earlier, and uh, we talked about giving, having a special giveaway. So why don't you tell the listeners of uh, what you're going to be giving away and what they can get? Yes, absolutely. When you go to my website, you'll notice that you can download the template for free. So you know, just to to say. Thank you to you, Ryan, and thank you to the people who are listening to you and wanting to grow their business. I'd like to give away a couple of free subscriptions, so one-year subscriptions to Fast Newsletters. That means every month you're going to get the newsletter and all the extras that come with it for free. If you go on to um, the free template location in fastnewsletters.com, you'll find a little spot in there that you can fill out at the name of the source where you heard about fast newsletters from and if you fill out that you heard about fast newsletters through the niche agent and Ryan Smith then I will enter you into a drawing and we'll have that drawing within the next couple of weeks and then I'll notify you if you've won and two people who enter the niche agent into that little blank on the free template spot will uh, will get a uh, a free subscription. Awesome. Right, we appreciate that, and the listeners will definitely appreciate that. And if you don't win, don't be cheap. Spend the nine bucks a month because it's well worth <laughs> it. So, <laughs> I just spend the money. It's it's a no brainer. Uh, once they see it and get a copy of that uh, template, they'll see how easy it is. And if they don't do it, then my listeners aren't as smart as I thought they were. So, oh yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. All right, Ryan. Okay. So, well, I appreciate you being on the show. So, if people are interested, just to wrap up again, how can they get a hold of you? Where can they check out your your website, and what's the best way to get, find out what you're doing? Yeah, ju- just hop on to fastnewsletters.com. Fastnewsletters.com. Easy as that. All right, Linda, I appreciate it, and our listeners appreciate it. So, thank you for your insights, and uh, it was a great having you on the show. Thanks a lot, Ryan.